You are listening to Lone Star Community Radio on 104.5 KCZW LP Conroe and 106.1 KZCC LP Conroe and worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Good afternoon and welcome to The Legal Connection with Tony and Cheryl. Uh, Tony Lynn Collins and Cheryl Ellsworth Jahani. Uh, I'm Cheryl are two Texas licensed attorneys, and we are here every Tuesday on 106.1 and 104.5. And you can listen to us on IRLoneStar.com, but it's 104.5 and 106.1 FM in uh, Conroe, Texas. And we are, as I said, two Texas licensed attorneys, and we do this show, The Legal Connection as a Public Service, to our listeners to help you through any kind of legal situation you may, may find yourself in, or just to answer your questions. You know, I know that people are interested. They like to watch movies about lawyers and what goes on with the law, and and you find yourself at some point or another in your life um, facing some sort of uh, legal situation, and we want to be there and help you and answer your questions. So uh, today, Tony and I are going to finish, try and finish our discussion on representing yourself. We call that pro se. Uh, that's trying your case or representing yourself in court without a lawyer, doing that yourself. We talked some of, some about this last week. Uh, the reasons that people represent themselves or choose to represent themselves in court is because of money. Attorneys can be very expensive. But, you know, Tony, I know that uh, a lot of people want to represent themselves in court because they've been burned by an attorney. They're just so mad that that the last attorney they had, they paid all this money to and feel like they didn't do anything to help them. Or they've done it before or they've seen the attorney that represented them do it and they feel like, feel like they, they can they do can. it on their own. Uh-huh. And um, I'll tell you what, we, we've gone over this on the last uh, show we had a few months ago. Um when uh, I went to Harris County Precinct 4. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> she's telling me, she's pointing to my ear, earrings and saying those are cute. My, my, my all-time best bestie, BFF, uh, Fran, gave me these uh, They're so cross cute. earrings for oh. Easter. Oh. And I just feel like I got the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I got crosses <laughs> all over. So um, anyway, it, when um, actually I think I might have been representing her. I can't remember. But, representing Fran? Uh, yeah, maybe not. It was somebody else. But I, I'm at the Harris County Precinct 4 over there off Cypress Wood. Not a lot, but for some reason uh, when I, uh, I, I take that back. I'm at all the different courts a lot. But in that particular precinct, they got flooded out by Harvey. Right. And for a long time, they had all of their hearings over off of uh, Will Clayton Parkway. Yeah. And, which I hated going all the way out there. It was awful. But what I learned when I went to a couple of these traffic settings yeah. was that, um, th- that they were so behind because of Harvey that, that the, 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 the word in the courthouse was basically don't plead to anything. Because it's more likely yeah, than not that your officer will not show up or they don't want to go to trial on it. And yeah. that's exactly what happened. Um, well, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, all the cases that I did in that court, all we held out. And it was really good because, and I will go over this a little, a little bit, but if you have an attorney, attorneys get priority over 
people without an attorney, which is a really good reason to have one if you're too busy. But you also, it's, it's you know, um, what do you call uh, six one way, half dozen, half the other, dozen the other. Uh, and I never say that right, but I, I knew the numbers. Um, the, uh, if it would be about the same amount of money that you would pay your attorney that we you pay the fine, then right. are deferred, mm-hmm. it'd be less trouble to get it dismissed if you have an attorney. Mm-hmm. But, um, but anyway, everything got dismissed. But I'm not sure if they're still doing that over there anymore. They may have caught up. Well, you know, there are reasons that people represent themselves. We just talked about two of those. And there are reasons not to represent mm-hmm. yourself. And I think you touched on some of that. I, I really believe that in criminal cases, people that have an attorney get more respect from the prosecution. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think... You know, like you said, if your attorney can get it dismissed, you may end up paying your attorney what you would have paid in court costs and and fines and all of that, but you're not going to have to do it if you can get it dismissed. And you get more respect if you've got well, an attorney. Well, that, and if it's a more serious charge, then uh, it's not just your simple rolling through a stop sign or you've got, like, some heavy-duty fines or a warrant out, then you really do need to get legal help. Not, right. Don't try to do this on your own. So, mm-hmm. um even if you've had experience in civil court in a divorce, uh, name change, or a simple lawsuit, um, it often isn't wise to go entirely on your own when charged with something a little bit more serious right. uh, because attorneys know pretty much how to handle themselves in court and they can evaluate it for you. So um, there's three ways that lawyers can help you. One, help chew. Chew, I don't mm-hmm. know why I said it like that. Help chew, chew. Um, three ways, consult and advise. And I always say this to people before they hire me, I want to hear about their case. Before I step in and take your money, usually I'm talking to people on the phone and, and you know, I do a lot of free consultation, but you got to catch me because I'm so busy. I may not pick my phone up or, right. you know, get a, you may not get a hold of me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I say email us at our website mm-hmm. and, and then I can get with you that Legalconnectionshow.com way. Legalconnectionshow.com right. or and, questions we'll, at show. Right, and we'll definitely get back com. with you on that. And it's not mm-hmm. like we're trying to get, you know, advertised or anything like that. We are seriously here to help you. And if you have just a question and somebody else is charging you, we'll answer for free. And I'm mm-hmm. telling you, if you look at my track record and yours too, I get a ton of dismissals mm-hmm. because I fight to the bloody end mm-hmm. unless you're guilty and right. there's just no way out. Right. And the, you know, then then you work still. You work with the prosecutor. Oh, in situations like deal. that. That's right. I've gotten their fines reduced by yeah, half. Yeah, being honest. Uh-huh. To be honest rather mm-hmm. than trying to, you know, play games with them mm-hmm. or anything. So mm-hmm. I consulted advice. The lawyer can listen to the details of your situation, analyze your legal position, and give you the pros and cons of several alternate courses of action. And only an attorney is going to know that for the most part, unless you're a hardened criminal and you've been through this a lot, (laughs) (laughs) because because we've gotten so many, Mm -hmm. that's what we do for a living. So we do it every, not every day, but we have been through a lot over the last 20 years. Mm -hmm. And so we kind of know what will work and what won't. And, you know, so this kind of coaching is at the least expensive because it involves only an office call or an email to us. Mm -hmm. And um, depending on where you live, a charge of more than $100 for half-hour consultation, if you do have to not use us or use somebody else, or even $200 an hour might be excessive. So find out the fee before you go in. Mm-hmm. We will answer it for free if you can get a hold of us. Now, right. the other thing is if an attorney can negotiate for you. I know a lot of the prosecutors, and a lot of them went to South Texas or mm-hmm. UT or Baylor, mm-hmm. and they're new, and that's the first step they, that's the, where they get thrown into. And and I'm pretty talkative and To be a friendly. prosecutor. And mm-hmm. I'm a mom, mm-hmm. you know, and usually they're like the, my kid's age and, um, and usually pretty bright and very friendly people. Mm-hmm. And, they um, are. 
you, you can tell if they're in a bad mood or not, and you want to step back and say, let's just reset for another day. But for the most part, uh, an attorney, for, for more serious charges, you may be able to use in a lawyer's skill and experience to help you negotiate with the prosecuting agency, not necessarily just the JP court. Um, often a lawyer's previous relationships with the prosecution and experience with plea bargaining can be helpful in limiting the price you might have to pay and the terms of the penalties. Always. And especially when I start like talking their ear off and they've got other people in line. Mm-hmm. And we're talking in a college station, particularly in college station, because we're all Aggies in our family. Right. And when I go down there and I just start talking about, you know, all the coaches and Johnny Manziel and how horrible, you know, his situation was. And I would never let my clients go through that. You know, I would slap them around first, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and then I've gotten most of my cases in college station, um, Dismissed. That's great. Not so lucky in Austin. Maybe they can tell. I don't know. <laughs> but still pretty good deals in Austin. Now, also, um, uh, an attorney can represent you in court if you face driving under the influence charges, which wouldn't be JP court, but in right. in re- misdemeanor court or if it's your third time or mm-hmm. more, mm-hmm. felony court, you definitely want to hire an attorney for that. Oh, definitely. Because a lot of people call us and they just want to give up. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, well, I did it. Oh, no. I just represented a guy today in court. I barely got here on time, flying down from court. Um, he was just like, I, I can't get the pretrial intervention. You know, they've already got me on a trespass charge. This wasn't his third DWI, though. It was his no, first, No, no, this right? is his first. But he had, um, he already, he had been charged with a, uh, with trespass. So normally you can't get a pretrial intervention if you've got a pending charge. And he was so drunk. His blood alcohol oh, level really? was through the roof. Well, see, for our listeners, a pretrial intervention in Harris County mm-hmm. is the same thing as a pretrial diversion in Montgomery County. Mm-hmm. And it's where if you meet certain requirements, mm-hmm. I mean, you got to spend a weekend in jail, you've got to do certain things, you can get that charge dismissed, even a DWI. It's really, it's it's a privilege. You it really, really have to, your attorney's got to work it. You've got to work with your attorney. You've got to give them all the information. Mm -hmm. You have to have cooperated, Mm -hmm. which I'm not all about cooperating a lot of times. When you got pulled over with the police, you have to have cooperated. Right, right, right. But sometimes even then you can kind of work your way into it if you know the prosecutor, Mm -hmm. if, um, if they understand that you're doing the best for your client. And all the prosecutors know that that's, I, that's what I, I strive for is just like we say at the end of each show, serve God by serving others. I want more than anything else for my clients to have a clean record and I'm going to kill right, it. So right. a pre-trial enrichment, I, I will, if, if a lot of times they don't want to do it because you have to have the, the interlock almost always. You have I to have know. it for at least six months. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. I just want to do the time served and pay a fine. Oh, no, no, no. You get that pretrial intervention. You str- you try to get it. Yeah. You keep your record clean because mm-hmm. now the way they've changed the laws, you can, after it's dismissed, after two years, you can ask for an expunction. Mm-hmm. And you just really want to go for it if you qualify for it. So my guy today uh, barely qualified for it. And we were getting ready to do the best we could and plead guilty about, about four months ago. And I was so surprised. I was just being myself. I was waiting in line to go do the plea. And I, uh, that was right around the election time. And I was talking to uh, a guy that had just been promoted to um, the head of the misdemeanor division. Mm-hmm. And um, I, he didn't, wasn't dressed like he, he was, he looked like he was a defendant. He didn't yeah. even look like he worked there. He no was jacket or anything. And no. so I was chit-chatting with him mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I was talking about going to mass and that kind of thing and, um, and talking about my case. And he's like, well, 
but have you tried the pretrial intervention on this? And we were getting ready to literally go plead. We had filled out all the paperwork. And um, I was like, all the lights went off in my head. I'm like, no. And I was like, oh my gosh, this guy's getting me a pretrial intervention because I'm just a, a friendly, talkative girl. And, 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 and he knew that I wanted to do the right thing by my client. And I said, okay. Um, I, I just said, you know, we, we don't want to do this. I want to give it some thought. We pulled everything back. He said, you know, he looked at the records with me real quick. It was right near the end of the, the docket. And he said, uh, I think that we can do the pretrial intervention. So I worked with the prosecutors. I got the, the trespass case dismissed by working. It was a, it was, the trespass wasn't really a trespass. I was able to get the, I was able to prove that it wasn't a trespass, but I had to get rid of that first. Mm -hmm. And then, um, so that they, he would qualify. He did. And then he, and even though he had a really high blood alcohol level, he yeah. qualified. Mm -hmm. I was thrilled. And yeah. so today we went in and it was something weird. The DPS said that he needed to have, all of his fines were paid, but his driver's license wasn't eligible because he needed to have his interlock, um, his interlock restriction removed, but that's kind of weird because you don't get it removed. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the court kind of talked about it. Everybody was talking at once, like the judge and the CLO and the Kirk clerk and the, the prosecutor. Everybody was kind of talking around me, and I was just, you know, whatever y'all want, peace be with you. I had such a great weekend. I was all happy. And then uh, they worked it out for me so that they're doing all the paperwork for me to get the restriction handled, and he's going to be approved next week. Oh, and that's great. Tom. I am so happy. Okay, so remember... Uh, if you uh, and only uh, attorneys can do that. Only attorneys. That's, I mean, that's a that's reason to you. hire. It's, it's who yeah. you know, right? And I don't, I'm not saying that I'm, but definitely it's not about me. But it just so happened at the right place, at the right time, and and I am I will work it to death. Now, um, I will say though, if you uh, when if you get an attorney to represent you in JP court, just like we said before, they will you'll you're in and out of there pretty quick. So, because the attorneys can sign off on a sheet and they have first priority over people that are pro se. So, um, if you face a driving while under the influence, you want to get an attorney. Um, if, similarly, an experienced attorney may be able to help you put you in a more efficient uh, presentation uh, to, the, to the prosecutor, um, it's going to be uh, more organized. Uh, we, we know what to focus on to tell them to get the best deal possible mm -hmm. and what key points to look for mm -hmm. and get to mm -hmm. the best deal. Um, Absolutely. Okay. All right. Well, listen, we're going to take a quick break. We are here talking about being pro se or representing yourself in court. We've been just kind of giving you an overcap. But when we come back, we're going to talk about some resources for you and how to get evidence in at trial. Does your company have needs that can be met by an employee who is dependable, hardworking, enthusiastic, motivated, cooperative, respectful, and punctual? Conroe Independent School District at Special Education Department can meet your needs by connecting you with potential employees that have been preparing for a lifetime of employment. We have numerous individuals seeking paid and unpaid work experiences. If your company is interested in seeing how we can meet your business needs, call Conroe ISD Special Education Department to find the best employees for you at 936 709-7671. Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's radio station with talk, music, weather, and traffic for Montgomery County. Have a question, comment about one of our shows? Want to know how to reach a host? Just contact the station on IRLoneStar.com or call in and leave a message at 936-647-3776. Get involved with your community with Lone Star Community Radio. Did you know there are more than 790 abused and neglected children currently in foster care in Montgomery County? 
Will you help make a difference? I'm Allie Stevens with Costa Child Advocates of Montgomery County. We train and support volunteers to be the voice of children in the foster care system. Kids are moved from their home because of abuse and neglect, and we need volunteers just like you to advocate for these children. To learn more about becoming an advocate, please visit costaspeaksforkids.com. That's costaspeaksforkids.com. The Texas A&M AgriLife Extension Service has been dedicated to educating Texans for over a century. In 1915, the Extension Program was established under the federal Smith-Lever Act to deliver university knowledge and agricultural research findings directly to the people. Ever since, AgriLife Extension programs have addressed the emerging issues of the day, serving diverse populations across the state. Texans turn to Extension for solutions in horticulture, agriculture, 4-H and youth, and family and consumer sciences. Extension agents respond not only with answers, but also with resources and services that result in significant returns on investment to boost the economy. Join us Fridays at 1 o'clock for the AgriLife Extension Hour. Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app from your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's community radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That's Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. If you are on the computer, bookmark IRLoneStar.com as your internet radio station. A Lone Star Community Radio. Broadcasting 24-7 from the heart of downtown Conroe, Texas. Welcome back to The Legal Connection with Tony and Cheryl. Today, Tony and I are talking about representing yourself in court and pro se. We've been talking about advantages and disadvantages of hiring an attorney. I'll tell you what, Tony, I have a, a client that was, pro, and you know her, uh, pro se for a long time, didn't want to be, but couldn't find an attorney to represent her. Mm-hmm. And she actually, um, it was a legal malpractice, two mm-hmm. two legal malpractice cases. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I just really believe, I know that, I feel like the fact that she wasn't an attorney uh, hindered her ability to represent herself, obviously. But I feel like the court was really hard on her. And um, I know that case. I mean, that's, so difficult to because she's suing the very people that are in the court and are known. It's right. like going to Rome and suing the Romans. You right. It's and then try to find a Roman that's going to say the Romans are bad. Right. I mean, that's like impossible. But mm-hmm. but uh, she did. I mean, I remember the facts of that case. And but I'm glad that you brought that up because finding an attorney was the next thing I was going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the best ways to find a good attorney is through a referral from a family member or a friend who has used one successfully. And that's not always possible. And sometimes you just don't want to involve others in your legal matters. But that's never been a case with my clients. Right. They always involve me. And I'm like, please do not call me. <laughs> I do not want to do anything more. I'm like, just don't get in trouble again. I don't want to represent I know. you again. You're, I know. you're making me crazy. Um, you can always start uh, your lawyer search through like a lawyer directory. A lawyer directory. directory. Uh-huh. But you don't know who you're going to get. So right. four things to know before hiring an attorney to fight your ticket or any other way, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, people are most scared right after they receive a serious ticket or a charge. Knowing this, some lawyers uh, immediately ask as much as $5,000 for retainer, 10000 
20000 lawyers will look at you and size you up and say, this is what I'm going to get. Oh, I, have a, client, really, really I have a client that called me. He had a possession of marijuana charge, minor. Mm-hmm. He'd called around attorneys, and, mm-hmm. and they were telling him $4,000, less than two ounces, mm-hmm. possession of marijuana charge. It depends on what your driver's license said. If you live in the woodlands, they're going to charge you 10000 right up because they know that you've got it right. and, and they, that they believe that the money is going to somehow buy you out of your way out. And that's just not the way. Right. I hate to say that sometimes it can be like the Schmollett case, mm-hmm. like we're going to talk about next week, mm-hmm. which really aggravates me, but that's not the way it should be. It should be facts. And what was the thing you said on our break? Oh, uh, I love that. the old adage, um, when the law is not on your side, argue the facts. When the facts are not on your side, argue the law. If neither the facts or the law are on your side, bang on the table. That's and what then, attorneys and they do. Were saying, and it works. And right, absolutely, and and it works. Like you were talking about, well, you just don't well, let because, up. Well, because well, I was at the immigration court, and nobody was getting the bond. And then, as we were saying, I out of the thirty people that needed a bond, um, I got one. There were two of two out of thirty got a bond, and, and they were both your. There one was, was your client. Yeah, one was my client, and there was no way he that he was going to get a bond. He didn't have any of the equities. I mean, it was just like we talked about on the other show. There was just there, it was so remote that he was going to get one, and I. And even the prosecutor for the, the the government was saying, no, he doesn't deserve a bond. And I would not take no for an answer. I smiled. I pleaded. Every time I saw the judge's face start to go like, sort of like like a frown, I started talking for my client. And he's like, will you let your client talk? And I'm like, well, if I can just interject. And I wasn't letting up until right. I got him a bond. I was that positive about it. And then we got a bond and I was so happy. Good he's for like, you. He was home for Easter and yeah. I was just, and then he went to mass. He told me he did anyway. I don't know for sure. <laughs> um, anyway, um, uh, after, uh, so they'll, they'll, you have to pay this retainer. Uh, months later, they often, uh, these clients will let me know that they pled guilty when they shouldn't have pled guilty. Mm-hmm. There, there was no reason for that. Their attorney didn't even work for them. So to prevent this, I mean, they didn't look at the facts. They took the easy way out. They just took their money. I mm-hmm. hate that. Um, to prevent this from happening, these are the rules for hiring an attorney. We've talked about this before, but just another little four bullet points to look at. Never hire an attorney in a hurry, okay? Nothing serious will happen in your case for at least a week or two. Mm-hmm. I mean, stay in jail. Do what you have to do, but but find a good attorney. Check the references. Check right. the bar side. Check right. the, the clerk side. See how experienced they are. Mm-hmm. Ask questions. And by posting bail or pleading not guilty, you can further slow things down if you can You can do that. And another thing is never talk to the prosecutor ever. Right. Don't do it. Right. So please take the... Uh, just wait and talk yeah. to your attorney first. Absolutely. They're your friend. The prosecutor may act like your friend, but they're not your friend, okay? Right. Uh, so take your time. And second, know the charges. Make sure that you know what you're charged with and have followed the technique set forth in, you know, to to determine what your winning uh, strategy should be. You may not know what that's going to be, but some people don't even know what they're charged with. Yeah, and if true. the policeman comes up to your car mm-hmm. and you don't know what you did wrong, don't open your mouth. And that was what the next thing I was going to say. I got a notice this weekend mm-hmm. talking about tickets. I can't mm-hmm. believe on Good Friday I got pulled over. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just, I did exactly what I, you know, kind of textbook. I don't get pulled over often, but again, I got pulled over. Mm-hmm. And I saw the state trooper there, but I was listening to the radio and I didn't know if I was speeding or not. And um, it was really late at night on a Friday night. And I thought, well, maybe I did do something wrong. So I did exactly what you're supposed to do. I, well, actually I didn't. I pulled over to the center lane, which is not what you're supposed to do. And I realized that. So I put my 
my uh, right, I was on 1488, I put my right hand blinker on and went a couple of lanes over, but I got to the shoulder. I stopped. I pulled my insurance and my, my I looked everywhere for it. I was fiddling around with it. Yeah. Uh, I got my uh, my insurance and my license, my driver's license. And uh, when he asked me to roll down the window, I was ultra polite. I said, I don't know what I was doing, but I'm sure whatever it was, you're going to let me know. <laughs> and I kind of laughed about it because it was true. Mm-hmm. And um, he said, well, you know, he told me that my headlight was out and that I didn't have a license put on the front. And um, I said, guilty as charged. I said, you know, I'm just like, well, whatever you need to do. And and then he went to go write up my ticket. And I, w- I was looking for a prayer card because it was Holy Weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, it was Easter weekend. It was mm-hmm. Good Friday. And then I thought, oh, well, what should I get him? I couldn't find one. So I, I found one that said the Ten Commandments and because I figured he may have a kid. He looked kind of young. And um, he said he did. And so I gave him a prayer card. And I said, I didn't know if I was going to insult him or not, but he seemed like such a nice guy right. um, that I said, well, here's a prayer card. And his name was Officer um, Trooper Frattis. And um, he said, I'm just going to give you a notice. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and they laughed when I told them that he'd need the Ten Commandments if he had kids under 18, which he did because... Everybody knows if you've got kids under 18, they're going to break almost all the commandments except for murder and, you know, <laughs> adultery and some of them because mm. they just do dumb things. Yeah. You know, little white lies are lies and, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, you, they disrespect their parents. They can't do that. They miss uh, Sunday, you know, going to church and that kind of thing. So anyway, he laughed about it and um, gave me the notice. And I was so grateful that he pulled me over because I would never have known that I had a, a headlight out. Really? And, yes, I was very Was grateful. it at night? He was so nice. He was so. It was at night. It was oh, ten thirty okay. at night. Oh, okay. So I was at this in this juncture. I was very thankful that the trooper was so kind just to pull me over. Mm-hmm. I would have paid the ticket, but he gave me a notice. Mm-hmm. And um, then he gave me a notice. It was Good Friday, and it was a very good. This was a good thing all the way around. I was happy about it. Okay. That being said, that's how you act. You're polite. If you're guilty, be guilty. Tell the truth, the whole bit. But now, when they come up, they need, they need to inform you what you did yes, that broke the law. Yes, and you're not going to offer anything up. I just said guilty as charged because he told me it was wrong. And then when he told me, I knew I didn't have a plate on the front. Like, right. You know, I'd be taking it off because I'd crash into something. And then... Um, I don't <laughs> have a plate on the front of my car yeah. either. And but then, I don't think that that's, that's not a ticket of um, Yeah, they, my son gets notices all the time and tickets for not having the front plate. And we just, you know, go go show them that we have a plate and we mm-hmm. don't put it on, and then mm-hmm. they don't they don't find you as long as you show them the plate. It's kind of mm-hmm. crazy, mm-hmm. but um, so anyway, um, the the next thing you want to do before hiring an attorney is get an experienced attorney. Okay, make sure that the one you hire uh, is experienced in what in traffic court if it's traffic court mm-hmm. or DWIs it's DWIs. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go to traffic court, like if you right if you get one, you might want to go to the court where you got the ticket. To see who's there. Mm-hmm. They are there, the same attorneys over and over. They know the prosecutors. They know the right. judge. That's, they know how to that's get... That's good advice. Uh, very, very much so. In fact, when I go to traffic court, and I don't go to the courts a lot, I go sit down and I get to know the other attorneys. I'm like, how is this judge act? What does he do? But if you get someone that does it already, they may be able to bundle up for you and get you even a better deal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, don't pay or agree to pay a big fee, okay, uh, up front at all. Instead, pay the lawyer a small amount to help you thoroughly evaluate your case, no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. Don't pay up front, all right? Mm-hmm. Then, much later, armed with all the facts, decide if you want to pay more to hire an attorney to represent you in court or represent yourself, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Now, um, lo- local, uh, local, local counsel is always the best. Right. It's usually best to hire an attorney who routinely works in the court 
where your case will be handled, just like the, 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 the lawyers around the Montgomery County Courthouse. They know the judges are always there. They're canoodling with them all the time. They're smoking cigars with them. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't do that much here, and, but I can hold my own mm-hmm. because I'm very diverse, just like mm-hmm. you are. Mm-hmm. But um, if, that's the, if you don't know where to start, start right around the courthouse where you got the ticket or where you got the charge, okay? Right. Um, that's because local lawyers will know the idiosyncrasies of the judges and the prosecutors who will handle your case. Just being able to chat with these folks on a first-name basis is a huge help for you. It sure is. For me, too. And, and But that's why I get to know the people that know the judges. It's kind of fun. Right. Um, uh, participate in your defense. Very, very important. Some lawyers are pleased to explain all the legal aspects of your case and involve you in the good strategic decisions. That's what we always do. You've got to talk to your attorney because when you're just talking like we're chit-chatting right now, mm-hmm. something's going to come up that you don't think is important Absolutely. as a client mm-hmm. Then it's and you run with it. Mm-hmm. Same thing happened when I was getting my guy as bond. Mm-hmm. He said something to me and it was, it was like, oh my gosh, thank you for telling me that. It was... Um, he went to HCC. My, my client had gone to HCC. Mm-hmm. And the more I talked with them, the more he was giving me equities that I didn't know about. Mm-hmm. Anyway, if you just kind of chit-chat them with like their people and not like the lawyers talking down to you, mm-hmm. that's what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Participate in your defense. Talk with your lawyer. Don't talk with someone who's way above you. Get, or at least talk with their receptionist if the lawyer is too busy to, to get the information out. Just kind of chit-chat with them, okay? Um, uh, especially if you're handling some or all of your own case. Uh, this is really important that you kind of get this information out. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. two more things. Beware of referral panels of the local bar associations. Lawyers listed by referral panels are not screened. And what I mean is, while you can get an excellent attorney this way, you may well end up paying to educate a lawyer who doesn't know as much as you do about your case. Mm-hmm. Because we're talking about like nolo.com or um, Adva, Avo uh-huh. uh, or... Um, just they're they're on a list. They get on a, some list. But, but they the pay local for. bar, like Montgomery County, has a local bar that people join. Maybe they have. But a list they of may attorneys. be somebody. They may have. You know that I'm not even a member of the local bar. I need to get on that. It may be hard to get on it. But it's also that if you like when uh, when I first uh, got my my uh, my bar when I passed the bar, um, I remember I took a case for a guy that took a, worked at the Cheesecake Factory, and I had never done a criminal case. But I was determined to help him, which I did. Mm-hmm. But um, I was a member of the Bar Association. I didn't really know what I was doing. I asked a lot of questions. But I was probably was not the best guy person for him. Uh, but I did I did ultimately get his case dismissed. But it was scary for me and for him, I'll mm-hmm. tell you that. Okay, finally, beware of a reduced, this is really important, beware of reduced fee legal plans. Some low-end prepaid legal plans purport to give members legal services at a reduced cost. Right. There are two problems with this. First, you have to go to a lawyer on the plan on the local panel who may little or, who may know little or nothing about traffic court or what you have there. Right. Okay? Second, that's like that's like the Obamacare plan. You've got to go not to someone that knows what they're doing, but just is checked off on the list, and that's why they're cheap, right? Right. Second, the fee discount is often an illusion. Often, with a couple of phone calls, you could negotiate the same fee with a real expert. Mm -hmm. Um, The worst prepaid legal services plans provide for a free half-hour consultation with a lawyer, but a little more. So you're really not getting legal services at all. Yeah. So so uh, that, that, that's the things you have to look at when you mm-hmm. go hire an attorney. All right. Okay. All right. Well, listen, we're going to take another break. Uh, Tony and I are here today. We're talking about representing yourself in court. And after the break, we'll get back and wrap it up. 
Don't forget to download the Lone Star Community Radio app for your Google Play or Apple Store. Bring Montgomery County's community radio with you anywhere with your smartphone or tablet. If you are in the Conroe area, tune in on FM. That is Conroe's FM 104.5-106.1. Want to check out the fastest growing sport in the world? It's right here in Conroe, Texas, and it's roller derby. Conroe Roller Derby is a nonprofit recreational league of women and men who want you to come and check out the fast-paced, hard-hitting game of roller derby. The Conroe Cutthroats practice at Rainbow Roller Rink on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays. You can find our game schedule and more information on our website, www.conroerollerderby.com. Listen in Mondays at noon to hear Conroe news from local nonprofits, businesses, upcoming events, Conroe Park events, news stories, and information that matters to you with your host, Margie Taylor of Taylorized PR. For more information about being a guest, visit IRLoneStar.com slash Conroe Culture. What is homelessness? Have you seen parents struggle to find a job without having transportation or childcare? What about the children sleeping in cars with nothing to eat? Families shouldn't have to struggle to survive and children should not be homeless. Family Promise of Montgomery County serves the needs of homeless families and their children. Learn about ways you can help and learn about partnership opportunities at www.familypromiseofmc.org or call our day center at 936-441-8778. Welcome back to The Legal Connection with Tony and Cheryl. We are here talking about representing yourself in court or as you would be called if you represent yourself without an attorney, uh, pro se. You would be a pro se party. You know, Tony, we were talking about that client of mine that was pro se for two legal malpractice cases. Mm -hmm. And she yesterday sent me uh, a link to a website that I thought was fantastic. It's called, um, let's see. Juris Dictionary. You can go to Juris Dictionary, that's J-U-R-I-S Dictionary.com, or HowToWinInCourt.com. And this attorney, I believe he is, uh, he's located in Florida. His name is Dr. Frederick Graves, and his wife Catherine helps him. Mm -hmm. He's got uh, this incredible service for pro se parties. Uh He's got all sorts of forms. Does he cover Texas law also? Uh. You know, yesterday I was looking at his site, and I believe there were some things about Texas. Okay. But he's got clients all over the country. Well, the actual, the procedures and the strategies are pretty much the same. They really are. There's a little bit, there's some nuances, but not a lot. And all you'd have to do really is uh, just Google whatever that Florida law is to find out yeah, what the comparable what the Texas, Texas law, law is, is Absolutely. If, if in question. But he's got Doubt. forms. He's got like a, a two-and-a-half-hour audio seminar. He's got wow. a five-hour video 50-plus sample forms that are fully explained. And then he talks about property law, attorney criminal courts. Attorney in a box? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, summary judgment, how to win in family court, how to use st- stipulations, how to get in evidence, which is, which is what we were talking about mm-hmm. last week. Mm-hmm. And that's a howtowininincourt.com wow. or jurisdictionary. I was just really excited. That's pretty good for, for, for people that, are, that have a lot of traffic. Oh, I forgot to add this I forgot, last week, too. For people that have a ton of tickets, and I have a lot of clients that have a ton of tickets, they're like, I have so many warrants out, what am I supposed to do? I'm like, oh my gosh, 
either, and they don't want to go to jail, but then they get picked up because they've got warrants out. Right. They're not showing up for their tickets, and they're everywhere. Yeah. You, and I, if I didn't say this before, I'll say it again. If you spend the night in jail with your ticket, mm-hmm. it's going to wipe out all your tickets because that night in jail is uh, like time served, mm-hmm. at least in the city of Houston. Mm-hmm. So if you can show the city of Houston that Harris County picked you up and and usually it, you have to fill out, a, it's a motion that you can fill out online and usually it, it's accepted from an attorney. So if y'all need some help, you can email us and right. we can get you started or what direction to go. You, you email it directly to the judge with the, the, the information showing that you were in jail. Your fines get wiped out. Now you do have a guilty, mm-hmm. and you may have the moving violation, mm-hmm. but you don't have to pay six, seven thousand dollars in fines because yeah. it could be that you were guilty of all those violations. And usually, my clients don't have a driver's license or didn't have insurance, or they really did what they were accused of. Or they did run, you know, oh yeah, I did get in a wreck or I ran the red light or whatever. Right. Um, if you've gone to jail, you can you can. Um, it's called a motion for time served. You can actually file this, and I've done it for a lot of my clients, and they just think I'm wonderful, and I'm really not. Mm. But um, but if in doubt, if you've got a lot of tickets outstanding and you've gone to jail for something else, um, you want to look into seeing if you can get file a motion for time served to get rid of all those tickets, at least the fines. So that would you, be want, great. you can get rid of the warrants. Right. Okay. All right. That being said, um, what is there something else you wanted to add about? Uh, no, I just think that it's exciting that this uh, Dr. Graves, he's like I said, he's an attorney. Yes. Uh, is helping people. Buy, go look at that. And yeah. Pay that before you pay for a, a legal Zoom or one of these these prepaid deals because. And it's a year subscription. That's wow. my understanding. Wow. You can have access to all those documents mm-hmm. for a year. Wow. Yeah. So That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're going to talk real brief. Uh, let me find out how much time do we have, uh, Station Manager Dick. Oh, good. Oh, perfect. Um, all right. So I don't have to like speed through this like we always do. Um, what are you, we were going to talk about, we didn't get to this last week, uh, what your options are when you get a ticket. Mm-hmm. I mean, one option is don't try to talk your way out of it. Just be polite because it's really going to be completely up to the officer right. whether or not you're going to, um, you know, get a notice or not. Mm-hmm. And it was just wasn't my, my time to get a ticket. Mm-hmm. But if I got it, I was going to go show the court that I fixed my light and they would probably dismiss it once I showed them that. I would just have to take the time out or usually the way that the JP courts work is you have to go before your hearing to take care of it. Mm-hmm. But um, again, if you have an attorney, it usually is a lot smoother because you can go in there and then they get a front kind of negotiated off dock and that kind of thing. Okay, now, um, available options depend on individual circumstances, including what state you live in. Of course, this is Texas. And generally, the decisions that you'll have to make relate to weather you want to sign up for uh, not traffic school, but if you take the de- defensive driving, right? You're always that's always going to be an option for mm-hmm. you. Um, or contest the ticket, or hire an attorney to take it to trial, uh, or negotiate for you. We've already t- 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 talked about hiring an attorney, but almost always when you get a ticket, they're going to give you the option on the back of that form to to do a deferred if you mm-hmm. if you qualify for it. If you haven't done a deferred within last year and it, you're not under a certain age or whatever. There's some, there's certain, certain courts have certain requirements, but they're, it's really easy to meet. And I'll tell you what, my daughter was getting tickets right and left. I have no idea why, but she was just like a magnet because yeah. she's driving a lot. And um, she'd always take the deferred to different counties and they didn't have, they weren't checking, they didn't have a, like a database like mm-hmm. the. You and know, when like you the, say deferred, you're talking about the defensive driving class. The defensive driving and, class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They used to get a deferred, so it gets dismissed. You have to. 
agree to pay some fine and not mm-hmm. get in trouble for like 30 days, 90 days, whatever. And you've got to do a defensive driving if it's a traffic ticket. Mm-hmm. You can also get the, and then it'll be dismissed. So they hold it active until they actually dismiss it. It's a little different in um, county court uh, or uh, uh, misdemeanor uh, county or district court because a deferred may, if it's, it's anything over a class C and you're not here legally or you're here on a, a visa or you're not a citizen, mm-hmm. it may affect your ability to stay. And I have lots of clients that, you know, are here on work visas and that kind of thing. Right. So you don't want to do a deferred before you talk to an attorney or your immigration attorney by any means. Right. Very, very important if you're here on a work visa mm-hmm. or you know somebody that is helping you or working for you that's on a work visa and they're driving and get in trouble, call us. Don't, don't do anything until you call because it's really, really important. That deferred is not the same to the federal government as it is to the state government. So mm-hmm. very important thing to look at. Now, um, uh, in Texas, uh, in, in Montgomery County, you can take these defensive driving courses uh, online. A lot of times the court won't let you take it online, though. And a lot of times they're hard because you have to you have to actually answer the questions and answer That's the test. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of them. They're only like $25, and you don't even have to be looking at it to take it. So kind of shop around mm-hmm. if you've taken them um, as long as you take it, you just have to show that you've taken it. So, and there's a lot yeah. of different ones available out there. Um, for eligible motorists, it is a way to keep a violation off the record and avoid associated insurance rate hikes. Because if you plead guilty or if you don't do the deferred right, just like we talked about last week, mm-hmm. um, the DPS will get notice and you're going to get the surcharge. Mm-hmm. So make sure that you that you get with the prosecutor if you're handling it on your own, that this deferred is, is going to show that it was dismissed, that it's not going to show that you had a moving violation. All right. Um, Most states that have traffic school, it's called traffic school, allow drivers to participate only once every 12 to 18 months. So look at that. You want to be honest. Mm -hmm. She she left my daughter dead. (coughs) Excuse me. And um, traffic school isn't available for certain types of traffic violations. If you're going 120 miles down the road, and that's one of your, Mm -hmm. or if you've got drug paraphernalia in your car, and that some of the times those are also class C, or if you had public intoxication, which is not even a traffic violation, but it's a JP court deal. It may, it's probably not going to be available to you, so mm-hmm. be real careful. Um, I'm handling a case right now that's a, it's a Class C, but it's mutual combat. It's assault, but it's a Class C, so it's a JP court. But you may be able to get a deferred for that, but I have to. it depends on the prosecutor. So right. it's all relative. An attorney may be somebody you want to talk to you before you do anything first in a situation like that. Because assault and theft, like a shoplifting, that's also a Class C, um, is a crime of moral turpitude, and that will... That comes out uh, later. You will never get rid of that. So no. be really careful. And you have to those. report that to certain entities, too. Crime of moral yes, turpitude. Yes, yes, yes. Those are really, really important. I just cannot believe they made theft a crime of moral turpitude. You well, know? I mean, yeah, but you know what? You know when you're growing up, you're not supposed to take those earrings from Yeah, but from so players. what? I mean, charging these people this stuff where they've got to go around and report it and stuff like that because they had sticky fingers when they were... Maybe they're klepto. I represented a lady that was from like the Middle East somewhere about two years ago. And she was, she was a gypsy. She was like stealing salmon, like, and putting it in her purse. And You mean like grapes. whole fish? Yeah. Oh, wow. And, and like trying to get out of H-E-B and they caught her on, and she had money. She's just a klepto. She said that we actually got her off. We got it um, dismissed. She was getting deported too because she did it so many times. I mean, after you you steal so many times, it becomes a felony. It doesn't matter what the level is. Really? It's $2 theft and it's still a felony if you do it enough. And um, we finally had a psych evaluation because she was depressed and she was stealing. She was depressed, but 
she was a little klepto. I mean, really? And H-E-B, Walmart, they don't take any prisoners. Yeah. Target, H-E-B, Walmart, yeah. you steal from them, you're going down. Oh, yeah. Well, can so, you imagine how many millions now. of dollars yeah. they, they That's the lie, though. Lose, yeah. you can't do that. You've okay. got to be tough. So those are the ones that you think that you can get away with it because everybody shops here. Oh, no. The ones that are open on Easter and the, you know, those are the worst ones. So don't yeah. be stealing from them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, whether to fight a ticket or not. If you can't or don't want to do the deferred, uh, because you don't qualify or they don't offer it, you will have to decide whether to contest your ticket. Lots of drivers don't bother fighting. They just pay the citation and move on. But that's not a good idea, just like yeah. we just discussed. Mm-hmm. It may go to the DPS and you'll have the surcharge. A paying a ticket is definitely the easiest way of resolving the situation. But whether it's the right choice depends on the circumstances. Right. Okay. So in most states, you can avoid having to go to court by paying your ticket online or through the mail. But there are drawbacks to handling it this way because if you're going to pay the maximum possible fine, Instead of trying to get a negotiation, your insurance rates may go up, mm-hmm. um, uh, and you may have a chance of beating the ticket. So generally, there are two ways of winning your case. The judge could find you not guilty, or the officer might not show up for court. Okay, so you have to kind of look, you have to kind of gamble a little bit here. Um, but to dispute a citation, you typically need to go to traffic court at least once and show up mm-hmm. and plead not guilty, mm-hmm. right? right? You can't do that over the mail. Right. Um, traffic court, because then they give you a warrant if you don't mm-hmm. show up. Uh, traffic court is generally uh, in session only during business hours, so you have to show up. And there's a lot of people if you don't hire an attorney, so you're going to be waiting there for a long time. Oh, yeah. But it may hours. be worth it to you. Yeah. Um, so for many people, going to court means missing work or school. Mm-hmm. Um, I like it when my clients are missing work or school because that means that they've got money to pay me. Yeah. Uh, so uh, for those who can't take a day off, hire an attorney to handle your case is another option unless you've done it before and you've kind of, you've been able to, you can analyze it on your own. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, if you hire an attorney, whether hire an attorney is another important decision. Uh, for drivers who opt to plead guilty or to take the defense of driving, hire an attorney might not be worth the expense because you've already decided what you're going to do. Yeah. Okay, we've already discussed that. Uh, but for those who want to contest their citation, there are a number of benefits to having legal representation, just like we discussed before. You typically won't have to go to court yourself. A lot of times my clients don't have to show up. I show up for them. Mm-hmm. I knew all the negotiation for them. Because in traffic court, they're not asking you to say you're there. Mm-hmm. I say present for them, mm-hmm. and that's it. Okay, so you ask, ask first because court, you may not even have to miss work for that, just for that one time. And I'll go the rest of the times, so or your attorney may show up for you the rest of the times. Um, you typically won't have to go to court yourself, and an experienced traffic attorney might have a better shot at beating the case for you at trial and knowing how the judges, um, you know, how they'll rule in certain uh, uh, in certain cases depending on what the facts are. Now, um, I believe that we went over last week uh, whether or not you can beat the case. And just just in a nutshell, uh, and just to, to recap, you're not going to beat a, a traffic case if it's a speeding ticket and, um, and, and, and the officer shows up and it's a small, t- it's a small city and it's a, a speed trap because he's more likely not going to show up. However, if you get it reset enough times, the officer may not show up because the officer, and if, if it's during a vacation time and it's reset, the officer is going to be on his own spring break. He mm-hmm. may not show up, so you want to take your chances. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened to my um, the, the client that I got dismissed last week because uh, he, he told the judge, because I really was out, he said, I've got an attorney, it's set for trial, and it was reset, mm-hmm. and uh, it was just rolling through a stop sign. It was really dumb. And he knew how busy they were, and I coached him on what to do. Mm-hmm. And he they didn't have any evidence. And I said, look, 
you tell them you've got an attorney and, and you look at the evidence yourself. You tell them you're going to represent yourself if you have to go to trial, but you've got an attorney and you feel like your rights are being violated. And um, they don't want to hear all that stuff anyway. They don't want to go to trial on yeah, this stuff no. unless it's something really bad, not for something minor like mm -hmm. that. And um, he, even though the, the traffic, the officer was there, um, my client is so clean cut and he was so nice. He was very polite. He wasn't arguing with them. Um, if you are going to argue with, if you argued with him, that police officer is now going to chip on his shoulder. Right. He's going to want to. He's going to want to see you go down. Uh -huh. And um, oh, that's another thing I wanted to go over quickly. Defenses that will. Um, oh, things that will help you win. Okay. And consider these viable defenses if you're representing yourself. Okay. Um, one. Did the officer stop the right car? Okay. Mm -hmm. If there's a bunch of cars speeding and he didn't have his camera, and there's no evidence in the file showing that he had his camera on, he may not have stopped the right car, particularly if it's if it's radar or, you know, the different ways they stop you. He may not have been in a position to know if it was you speeding, okay? So um, first, you want to find out your ability to claim that that it, he didn't stop the right car, but it was heavy tra traffic, a construction project, there was a curve in the road, the officer lost sight for a while, they don't have any evidence in the file. That's the first thing you want to look at. Just mm -hmm. read the file. Read it thoroughly, all right? Mm -hmm. um, were you charged with speeding when you were driving safely, even though you were driving over the speed limit? In a number of states, including Texas, uh, the law says that it's legal, it's legal to drive slightly over the speed limit, at least 10%, depending on what the speed limit is. Right. Uh, the posted speed, as long as you can prove the conditions were safe when you were doing it. They won't, you can get out of your ticket that way, okay? Um, and they, you won't awesome. be found guilty, yeah. all right? Um, was there uh, actual provable error in the officer's approach or methodology in citing you for speeding? Did the officer correctly pace your vehicle? If you know anything about pacing, read up on right. it. Right. Okay? Um, if he used radar, like I was saying before, radar, laser, VASCAR to establish your speed, um, you're going to need to look that up and see if you can prove it. Now, I've been to trials, and it's really hard without an expert to win on with laser, radar, sonar, because the judge isn't going to find in your favor unless you've got someone that knows exactly how that all works. Right. Or you've been found guilty before, and you know how it works. Or yeah. you're a rocket scientist, you probably could do your own case. Mm -hmm. In that case, usually rocket scientists are not the best attorneys, but in this situation, they might be. Okay. Um, okay. Realize that generalized statements about possible inadequacies of radar or laser, laser techniques almost never result in beating, beating your ticket. So no. you need something tangible that's, in, and that's what we talked about before, and getting your evidence introduced, like publications that you can use. You might be able to convince a jury if you pick one mm -hmm. that that they didn't, they couldn't prove it. Particularly when they say they had radar, and the radar is like on a T, and the radar doesn't work like that if you read up on it. So do right. a little research. It's all mm -hmm. on the Google. All right. Uh, do any other legal defenses exist to the law that you're charged with violating? For example, if you were charged with driving too slowly in the left lane or a multi-lane multi highway, in most states, it's legal defense that you were planning to turn left. Mm -hmm. So you need to look at all the defenses you might have. Now, I wanted to make a list of things that will never, ever work. Don't use these defenses because it won't work for you. Okay, fine. Okay. First, um, if you claim you were honestly mistaken about the law, that will never work. Yeah. Because not knowing Doesn't the law. Matter. Is not. For mm -hmm. example, if you tell the judge that you honestly thought it was okay to slow down instead of stopping the blinking red light, sorry, ignorance of the law is not an excuse right. for breaking the law. Okay, next thing. Um, you argue your violation didn't harm anybody. Never gonna work. 
sorry, you are still legally required to stop at the red light at 3 a.m. even if no one was harmed. Doesn't work. Okay. Uh, number, uh, another one. You complain. The officer was picking on me. Yeah. Why are they picking on me? Yeah. Man, if you really want to, uh, uh, to rub them the wrong way, the officer's in that court all the time. Mm-hmm. Don't pick on the officer. Mm-hmm. Remember, it's best, let's like Jesus said, you're not going to say, you're not going to say bad things about people. Take the high road. All mm-hmm. right. Um, you tell a sympathetic story. Forget it. Your sympathetic story is never going to work. Yeah. Uh, ever. At best, the judge may reduce your fine a little bit. It won't work. Or if you say the officer's lying, forget it. Don't ever say the officer's never. lying. Yeah. Okay. If the officer doesn't show, more than likely your case will be dismissed. So that's the way you can try to get around it, all right? Mm-hmm. Um, the further the officer is from the courthouse, the less likely he is to show. The more serious the violation, the more likely he is, he is to show. To show. Um, an officer isn't likely to appear during a vacation. So if odds are, that if, if the officer won't show up for those reasons. Okay, all right. Well, uh, so what do you think, Tony? Next week you want to... Uh, find out about the Smollett case, and we can talk about uh, the hate law legislation. That I think it was the Senate, the Congress that was. Ha- we are going to go over the Smollett case for mm-hmm. sure next week because I am offended, just like the Chicago police force is offended by everything that went on with that, right. as well as um, uh, the federal, you know, the federal versus the state in the Smollett case, and and even these hate crimes with Sri Lanka, all the killings over Easter. I'm just, I'm, I'm incensed that our politicians can't say that Christians were being persecuted and instead they said it was just Easter killings. You know, yeah, yeah. Okay, guys, uh, we're going to be here next Tuesday from 12 to 1 on 104.5 and 106.1. You can message us on Facebook, The Legal Connection Show on Facebook, and we want you to always remember to serve God by serving others. Have a great week, guys. Thanks for checking out this show on Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's community radio station. This show is owned and produced by Lone Star Community Radio and recorded live from the LSCR studios in downtown Conroe, Texas. For more information about this show, to be a guest or to sponsor, just contact the studio at 936 647 3776 to leave a message or email us at lscrstudios at gmail.com.